This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I'm having a hard time concentrating because our producer, Bill Enever, we're going to talk about the Sixers and Nets at some point. And he referred to Meek Mill, the rapper, who's a huge Philly fan, always goes to the game as Meek Mills. And so we're all coming up with different ways to mispronounce different artists. Who did I – now, I can't say anything because I got this wrong – who did I say? I said Quavo a few weeks ago. It was Quavo or vice versa. So I can't say anything because I did this too. Jenks, you don't even know how you got it wrong. That's awesome. Yeah. I think you said Quavo, by the way. Quavo is I, the correct pronunciation. Okay. See, I don't even know exactly. I got it wrong. I don't, but how do you hear about these people if you don't know? Because like Meek Mills, like adding an S to the end, like that's forgivable. Like I get why you do that. Like where'd you get Quavo from? Being old, that's where I got it from. I got it, <laughs> I got it from the 48-year-olds that I hang out with who don't listen to Quavo or Quavo. Well, no, it's Quavo. Okay. You had it right. Okay. Uh, well, here's why we're having this discussion. I prefer DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard Parents Just Don't Understand, but that song is an abs. It slaps. Oh, you got a slaps in there. I Using sure did. the lingo that the kids do. Here's why we've been talking about this, because we're all trying to figure out which Philadelphia-based celebrity we're going to see at the Sixers mm. next game tonight. Because for all of us, I think it's going to be appointment TV. Ben Simmons is going to be on the bench fielding booze from the home crowd. And if, yep. if there's one thing that Philadelphia fans do, like I think booing, they're probably number one in the power rankings, right? Oh, no question. It's not even close. I'm looking up Philadelphia celebrities, and I'll tell you the guy who I hope shows up tonight, Kevin Bacon. That'd be huge. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> There's Meek Mill hanging out with Kevin Bacon on the sidelines. Really excited about this game. I would love to see that. <laughs> all right. So who better to ask about all things Philly than Joe Gillio? Joe G is the co-host of BetQL Daily immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can hear him on WIP in Philadelphia weekday evenings so joe off the top which celebrity is going to be at the game tonight do you have any good suggestions for us let's see uh, will smith could be there bradley cooper could be there um Ke- kevin hart never misses a chance to get his face on the camera so i, I imagine kevin hart's going to be sitting front and center tonight uh, for this spectacle <laughs> over in philadelphia all right so what are we expecting philly fans versus Ben Simmons. I think that's the matchup that all of us are tuning into. And there's some kind of legal action that I think Ben Simmons is trying to make, saying that they're going to prove him right, that this was a toxic work environment. Like, what's your take on all this drama? Do you think Ben Simmons is 
you know, onto something here, trying to take legal action against these Philly fans? Well, I will, I will give Clutch Sports credit because they have, they have tried to, you know, wiggle their way and worm their way through every single loophole to try to get Ben Simmons' money over the past six months. When, when quite frankly, I mean, the reality is he just held out for a trade. I mean, that, that's what happened here. And then we've, we've just kind of gone down every other way of saying this. Um, I'm not surprised they're going to try this tonight, but it doesn't check out, Chelsea. Like, t- tonight will be a circus-like atmosphere. No matter what, p- people don't care about legal stuff. Like, they're going to boo. They-, they paid for their tickets tonight. They're going to boo a guy who quit on the Philadelphia 76ers. But w- what is lost in all this is while Ben Simmons was a sixer, actually playing, right, so up till the end of the postseason last year, he was wildly supported. I-, I-, I thought overly supported, considering he never got any better on offense for five years, and it wasn't until the end last year where I think the majority of the fan base kind of flipped. And if you go back, there's videos last year during the playoffs when he's shooting 35% from the free throw line, and the crowd is kind of like trying to help him, you know, get through it, like, you know, cheering him on to to get him through all this. So tonight will be one of those where it's like, wow, they're really hard on this guy. But that wasn't the reality when he was here. He he was mostly liked and defended, even though his game, you know, had a reason to, uh, to get frustrated with. We're talking with Joe Giglio, co-host of BetQL Daily. Right after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can also hear him on WIP in Philadelphia weekday evenings. Joe, how good now is this Philadelphia 76ers team? Now that we have a decent sample size, they've played enough teams where we have a pretty good idea based on the rest of the Eastern Conference, how they can compete. Is this a team, when you see the Celtics playing well, we know the Bucs are doing the same. Is this a team that can really win it all? Yeah, they can certainly win the East. Um, you know, winning it all would require obviously beating uh, a, go- a Golden State or a Phoenix in the finals. I'm not sure if anyone in the East is going to end up doing that, but they can certainly win the East, Jenks. I mean, that, they have been remarkable with James Harden on the court. It doesn't matter who's out there with them. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They have an elite offense when he's been on the court. He's distributed. He's scored. It, it's made a guy like Tyrese Maxey jump a level since he's gotten here, which we were, you know, we were wondering, like, well, you know, would he kind of take a step back because the ball's on his hand as much? Now he's gotten better. Um, now with, uh, with James Harden. So the Sixers are very viable to get through the East. I, I, the way I look at it, I know the Cavs had a nice year and, and the Bulls had a nice year. I, I feel like there's four teams right now with the Celtics that they've kind of r- risen into this the last couple months. You know, it's, it's Miami, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Boston. Those, those feel like the four best teams in the East, and the Sixers have any, every reason to believe they're, they're right there with those teams. So let's look at the game uh, from a betting perspective. The Sixers laying four and a half points at home against these very nets. So looking at the Sixers team, they've been very good with James Harden, especially against teams that don't have great defenses. So when you're looking at the spread in this one, a total of 230, do you like a play in this one? Yeah, I would go with the over. I, I like points tonight being scored. I, I don't. For as good as the Sixers have been offensively, they have not been – um, great defensively. They're still trying to figure out the lineups here. And the one issue they have is they, they don't have a great defensive team with the way they're set up. I mean, it, ironically, they do miss Ben Simmons' defense. And Matisse Thibel is their best defender. I'm sure he'll be out there a lot tonight trying to give Durant some trouble, trying to be on Kyrie Irving. But he's almost a zero on offense. So it's almost like they're playing four on five when he's out there on offense, but you know, they're doing it because of how good he is on defense. But I think tonight is a high-scoring game. Kyrie coming off of 50 the other night. Durant back. I feel like we get a lot of points. The question is, do the Sixers cover, or are we going to be biting our nails uh, at the end on either side, whether you're on the four-and-a-half or you're laying the four-and-a-half? I, I think it's an over game, and I probably would stay away from the side because just not sure how they're going to cover Durant and Kyrie tonight. 
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joe, one bet that I love tonight that I'm going to be on and I'm waiting for the prop to be posted is I'm going to go over on Kevin Durant's points prop just because no one does petty like KD. And we saw how he treated James Harden when he was making all-star selections and chose him last or did not choose him with his final pick and said, well, he needed someone to play defense and was taking those pretty overt shots at Harden. Do you think that a revenge factor or some sort of bitterness. Can you quantify that? Do you actually factor that in when you look at certain prop bets? I think you have to. I mean, a motivation, and I'll use another word too tonight, desperation for the Nets. I mean, they're not in a good spot. I mean, if you ask me right now to, to bet yes or no, I would bet yes they're going to make the playoffs. But they're, they're in that mix of the play-in. And what's fascinating about this matchup tonight and the, and the next few weeks here, Jenks, is look at the standings. There is a real chance that the Sixers and Nets match up in the first round of the playoffs. If the Sixers get the two, which they're in right now, and the Nets end up as the seven, they win that 7-8 matchup in the play-in tournament, they would play each other. So you talk about Petty we, and the, the booing, we could see all this again in about four and a half weeks for real over a seven-game series. And as for Durant and the Nets, you know, Kyrie can't play for a while after tonight um, because they play against the Knicks, obviously, in New York, and then some home games. So those two got to get it together. I, I expect both to play well and, and on Durant. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised he drops 35 and, and tries to will them to a win they desperately need. This game has so many storylines that we haven't even talked about Joel Embiid in this one yet. And I know there's not a ton of drama involved when it comes to Joel Embiid in this very matchup, but who's guarding him? Do you think Andre Drummond is going to stop Joel Embiid? So far, nobody has been stopping Joel Embiid, and I think that's probably the key to the Sixers winning here. Yeah, and it's funny with, with Drummond. So before he got to the Sixers, him and, and Embiid had a rivalry. It was kind of it was, it was totally one-sided. Embiid basically just you know throw him around every time they played each other, uh, and they would trash talk. And then he got to the Sixers, and and I think they became buddies and good teammates. But now we get that again. I mean, every time these two guys have faced off in their careers, Embiid has really gotten the better of them. So although it's some size for the Nets to throw at Embiid, and they didn't have that before the trade, it's not exactly a great matchup for them. Embiid has owned Drummond in their careers against each other. So. Yeah, I, I, don't be surprised, too, And although they became teammates and maybe it's a little less hot as it used to be. Don't be surprised if those two get into it a little bit because whenever they played each other before Drummond became a sixer, it was, um, there, was, there was intensity there. I'll, I'll say that. Joe, one team I keep asking about, but I, I love getting differing opinions on it, is Milwaukee, who has now won six straight, five and one against the number during that time. And it's partly because they play in a market like Milwaukee and partly because they don't have the star power. Even though they have Giannis, he doesn't resonate with fans like 
a Kyrie or KD or Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons just because they're always in the headlines. Is, is there something to that that we undervalue Milwaukee because of that? Yeah, and I also think as as fans, even as betters, we we're always looking for the next big thing. We're always kind of we're, we get fatigued pretty quickly. Like, I, I've been talking about this at Baylor in college basketball. Baylor can win it all, I mean, but like I think we're a little fatigued because we did the Baylor thing last year, um, and it's like, oh, they're gonna do it again, and we're doing that with Milwaukee. Like we're always looking for the next story, who's the next champion, who's the next big thing. You know, Milwaukee could certainly be back in the NBA Finals, and this is simply how it works with, with the way you know in the NBA when. You know, a great player has to kind of take their lumps. They get beat up a little bit. They, they're in the playoffs. They lose. Oh, no, never win. And then they get there, and then a lot of times that, that, those players keep going back. And that could be the Giannis story where it took him a little while, and people may have thought that maybe he wasn't a championship player, and obviously he showed everyone last year he is. Um, it would not surprise me if that team is right back in the end. Right now, if you ask me to choose, I would say it's going to be the Sixers and the Bucks in the, in the Eastern Conference Final. That, they feel like, that feels like an Eastern Conference Final in late May. We're talking with Joe Giglio, the co-host of BetQL Daily, immediately following our program. Uh, Joe, I can't let you go without asking you about Carson Wentz. <laughs> Thoughts on <laughs> Carson Wentz coming back to the NFC East? It is the, it's the greatest gift that Philadelphia has gotten in, in a very long time. It, it is amazing, oh. guys. Think about this for a second. So the Eagles traded Carson Wentz for a first-round pick last year. They haven't even used that first-round pick yet. Now he's gone from Indianapolis, and they sent him back in the division. I'm sure you guys saw this yesterday. Washington's odds to win the Super Bowl at one book yesterday were 60-1 to before the trade. They have fallen back to 75-1 to now. Like, Washington had a chance here this offseason. Obviously, Russell Wilson didn't want to go there. They really can't do anything about that. But to really make a big swing at quarterback and maybe retake this division, instead they end up with Carson Wentz, who's going to be on his third team in three years, uh, it's, it's a great storyline for the Eagles. It, it keeps them, you know, I'd say it's them and the Cowboys right now, picking teams that can win this division. And when you look forward here uh, in the NFC East, uh, they're in a great spot because Washington doesn't have a quarterback and the Eagles have three first-round picks. So it is great, and I can't wait for the primetime game. Washington at the Eagles. Got to be week one or two when it's coming back. He is Joe Giglio. He is the co-host of BetQL Daily, immediately following our program with Aaron Hawksworth. And Joe Ostrowski. And also, you can hear him on uh, WIP evenings in Philadelphia. Joe, I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited for the Sixers-Nets game. Thanks for stopping by and giving us some good stuff to think about. You got it, guys. Have a great day. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.